Hello, I'm Dr. Jimmy Smith. I'm thankful for this another wonderful opportunity. Today we're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and chapter 3. Paul, as he writes under the inspiration of God and as he speaks to us further concerning eschatology, eschatology speaks to us concerning prophecy or future events. And the message is glorious for the believer, but we see a lot of woe and doom for the unbelievers. Note the passage as we consider Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 1. He says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. Note that the word of God, the unsaved man, does not want to hear righteousness, does not want to hear holiness, and the devil certainly does not want the word of God to have liberty because we know that faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God, and that a person cannot become saved without hearing the message of the gospel. And that's why I'm concerned about those who say that they have religion, but do not know Jesus Christ. Or those who say, I go to church and we have a good time and, and the spirit was all over me. But when you ask them, how did they become saved? They will tell you that I'm a good person and that I was baptized and I became uh, saved. Well, beloved, that's not what the Bible says. And so we want to be true concerning the text of Scripture. We do not want to deviate from the left or to the right. We're not in the business of saying what people want to hear. We're in the business of declaring the inspired, inerrant, infallible, righteous, holy word of God. And I've said many times now that if the Bible doesn't say it, we as preachers of the gospel do not say it. And so now Paul, as he comes to a conclusion of Second Thessalonians, he says, finally, brethren, pray for us. Pray for the missionaries. Pray for the preachers, for the pastors, for the evangelists. Pray that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. We need the word. It is a must have. If we plan on spending eternity in heaven, it is because of hearing the word of God and receiving the word of God. And we pray that God would use this podcast to reach the masses unto the glory of God. My name is not important, but the name of Jesus is eternally and supremely important. And so that's what Paul is saying, even concerning himself here again in Second Thessalonians and chapter 3. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified. The preacher, the teacher, the missionary, the pastor, the bishop, the elder is just a voice, a voice crying in the wilderness, proclaiming the Bible, the word of God. And then as we look at the latter portion of verse one in chapter three, it says, even as it is with you, uh, if we have the word of God, know that we're blessed. If we have a Bible, know that we are blessed. There are certain places in the world where the Bible is banned and smugglers uh, literally risk their freedom 
to smuggle in Bibles. There are places in the world where we've seen pictures of people in communism, people receiving the Bible, and they hugged the Bible. They adored the Bible. They loved the Bible. May we understand that we need the Word of God, and may we cherish it. May we cherish it, and may we pray for those who preach the Word. Why is that? Because the devil is actively engaged. When when the preacher talks about his trial and tribulation, one of the reasons is because the devil is mad, and he will do what he has to do to slow the preacher down, to hinder the preacher, and he will use people who are close to him. He will use family members. You recall that Jesus' family uh, denied him, rejected him. We are in a spiritual warfare. The enemy that we cannot see, but the enemy is real. And so uh, Paul, as he writes under the inspiration of God, in fact, thinking of Paul, we read in the letter to Corinthians, he talks about his sufferings and we see him beaten. We see him left for dead. We see him let out into a, a, a basket or through a window as he would seek to escape those who wanted to harm him. Was he a criminal? Was he a gangster? Was he a thug? No, he was a proclaimer of the word of God. The word of God will get you in trouble because we don't want to hear the Bible. Even in church, there are times where worldly, carnal, the Corinthian church, we see a carnal church. Every chapter we see God dealing with sin in the house of God. And so it makes sense here in verse 1 of chapter 3, the book is Second Thessalonians. Paul is asking for prayer to, uh, to be delivered. Note there, verse 2, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not the faith. All men have not faith. And and we, we, we know that. We uh, believe we will run into that uh, in this world of great apostasy, false teaching, false doctrine. But it's a shame when we have to argue and debate with the preacher, with the deacon, with the mother of the church. People, anyone in the church who say they love the Lord, but they want to hold on to a tradition. They want to hold on to what we used to do. They want to hold on to what they know and have always known. And yet it may not be the word of God. And then those who want to take the Bible and twist the Bible to say what they want it to say. When there's a new movement in the church that is popular, but it's not biblical. And so the preacher is not always uh, uh, the happiest person or he's not always uh, the most popular person. There are times when he's ostracized and ridiculed because he's a student, a student of the word of God. And so what a verse here. I understand this verse. I, I understand it experientially. Those who are in high places in the church, but they're not Bible students. And and I, and I mean a Bible student, not just someone who's reading the Bible. I'm talking about the study of the Bible to get in the trenches of the word of God, to understand the original language, to look up the terms and discern exactly what God is saying here. And that takes time. It takes time. It takes resources. But I'm not that committed. That's the thing. I love the Lord, but I'm not that committed. Therefore, I'm willing to walk 
away from truth and come up with how I see it. And that's another thing. People will say, well, the way I see it, the Lord never asked me how I saw it. Or people will say, well, in my opinion, the Lord never asked me my opinion. Or people will say, the way I feel about it, you know, that letter I is the same letter that got Lucifer in trouble as he walked away from God and he became the devil and his his doom is pending. Beloved, this book is to be received. It's to be received. It's to be adored. It's to be worshipped, not to be added to. And so what a great text here in 2 Thessalonians in chapter 3, verses 1, 2, and 3. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil and so we say do not compromise do not be afraid. Joshua was, was told in Joshua chapter one, some four times, be strong and to have courage. God and I are a majority. Yes, to stay close to the vine, to stay close to the word. If necessary, God is able to dispatch his angels to protect his faithful servant. What a verse. And so we thank God for his presence. We thank God for his power. We thank God for the gift of courage. We thank God for the gift of boldness. They needed it here in Bible times, and we need it now. We need it now. Note again, verse three, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that you both do and will do the things which we command you. God, he is faithful to inform his child, to equip his child, to give his child the anointing, to give his child the courage and the boldness, and so we say, go the distance, stay the course, run your Christian race. And one of these days, we'll stand before the Lord, naked before him. And may he say to us, to those who are faithful, who are committed to the truth, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen.